What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to the Combos Court 2020 NBA Mock Draft, and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combos Court. The decision makers for this mock draft are Rashad Phillips, owner of Sports Talk 2319, and Derek Murray, director of scouting at Babcock Hoops. You could find Rashad on Twitter at RP3Natural. That's R-P-3-N-A-T-U-R-A-L. You could find Derek on Twitter at DMurrayNBA. That's D-M-U-R-R-A-Y-N-B-A. You know you could find me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Rashad Phillips of Sports Talk 2319 and Derek Murray of Babcock Hoops. Welcome to Combo's Court 2020 Mock Draft. How are you guys feeling today? I'm, I'm fantastic, man. Thanks for having me, Combo. Um, I'm excited, especially to be across from you fine gentlemen. Derek, how are you feeling? Hey, I feel great, man. You know, appreciate you having me on. And again, getting to do with uh, a mock with Rashad is awesome. Get to hear some different opinions. Uh, you know, he's seen as much basketball as anybody out there, and I respect his opinion. So it'll, it'll be great to do this mock with him. With the first pick of the 2020 Combos Court Mock Draft, Minnesota with the number one pick, Rashad. Yeah, um, I want to trade with Philadelphia (laughs) because I really want Ben Simmons to come to Minnesota. So I'm still on the phone trying to will and deal, but they've hung up on me three times. So since Philadelphia keeps hanging up on me, I guess I'm going to have to make this pick. Yep. So I'm going to take LaMelo Ball with the number one pick. I believe that with his style of play, with, with, with Kat and D'Angelo Russell and Nikoji and those guys, I think he, I think he fits well. D'Angelo can play off the ball because he's a you know a high 38, 39% three-point shooter. Kat's a 40% three-point shooter, very durable. But not only that, we haven't really been able to put butts in the seats in our arena. And I think LaMelo Ball gives us an economic boost so we're going to take uh, LaMelo with number one. Uh, what do you think about that fit with LaMelo and D'Angelo? Oh, I, I actually I actually like it. Uh, I just believe that the way the NBA goes today, you always need to have two ball dominators. That um, makes sense. Makes so sense. Uh, anytime it's like it's like the NFL, right? Like you, you need to two running backs now. It's not just one one lead guy. You need two. Makes sense. Makes sense. Golden State is up. Derek, you're up with the number two pick. So number two pick, I'm going to take James Wiseman here. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if, if they're going to go with a young guy in the backcourt. Ultimately, uh, 18, 19-year-old kid, I don't know if I would throw him in that organization and let him take big shots at the end of games right now. I just, you know, getting an earful from Draymond Green at the wrong time is just not something you want. So you bring in either a young big to build around for the future but can also give you minutes now or a piece or and he's also a piece that you can build with you know moving forward so I go Wiseman I entertain a Kongwu for sure 
But I think Wiseman's the move here, number two. Great pick. I think it's a perfect fit. Uh, me and Rashad talked about that on the podcast before. So let's go to Rashad. Michael Jordan's team, the Charlotte Hornets are up. Rashad, who do you have? Yeah, with, with this pick, um, I, I look at the, the Hornets' makeup, and, and they still need some scoring. Um, and I believe I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards here um, because if you compare him with Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham and Anthony Edwards, you give three guys on the perimeter that can really give you problems on a nightly basis. Um, you can play a, a small ball and put Miles Bridges at the four. Nice. And, and really try to mix it up. I just think that the, that team needs to be well coached. Um, and, I, and I think Anthony Edwards is, is a type of player that needs a lot of shots. Charlotte is starving for a guy that can really do that. That's why I went with Anthony Edwards. From Michael Jordan's current team to Michael Jordan's former team, the Chicago Bulls are on the clock. Who do you have? At number four, I'm going to take Denny Avdia to Chicago. Um, I think I, I'm really high on Denny. You know, is he going to be a superstar? It's tough to put. I mean, likely not, but I think he's kind of a Swiss army knife. Like he does a lot of things. Well, he's six foot nine, good straight line athlete, fiery, fiery competitor. He just wants to win all the time. And there are times where he kind of showed up a little bit too much on the court with maybe yelling at officials or throwing his hands in the air at teammates, but he cares. And I'm going to give him that. And I believe in his work ethic. And again, a point forward, capable kid who is still growing and still developing. I think you can throw him on that roster as a four and uh, that's who I would take it for. I like that pick. And I like his interviews. You know, he seems really intuitive and are like a really smart kid that works hard. Mm-hmm. Rashad Cleveland Cavaliers. This is a tough one. Probably not for you because you're Yoda, but who do you got <laughs> here? I'm going to go Patrick Williams um, out of Florida okay. state. Um there's a couple of players that are on the board that really look good at this position. But when you look at Cleveland's makeup, they still got Kevin Love. They still got Andre Drummond. They drafted two point guards last year. So what are they lacking? Um, that that wing defender that can do a little bit of everything. Patrick is as well. He's a young, he's young, but he's a young old player. He's very mature, carries himself well. I think he he doesn't require a lot of shots. Um, and he defends and he's been, he's been well coached out of that Florida state, um, university. So I'm gonna go Patrick Williams here, not a home run pick, but a very safe one. I'm gonna get on base with this one. I like it. I like it. Derek Atlanta, number six. You're up. I'm going to take a Kongwu here at number six. Um, you know, obviously there are some guards and some other guys on the board that are entertaining. Some people really like Halliburton here. I just don't know if Capella is a long-term option and we don't know how long John Collins is going to be there. And if you do re-sign Collins long-term, I think he and Okongwu can play really nicely together. I mean, Okongwu is 19 years old and his combination of power coordination, it's just not, we just haven't seen it like this in a while. And I think that, I think that he can impact winning at a high level moving forward, just innate shot blocking abilities um, and really, really good post scoring. So, you know, you can have him operate in the post you can play him with Collins and even if you don't have it Collins as the future I think Okong was a center you can build around and again anybody who can provide versatility on defense to help out Trey Young uh, again I, th- I think he's a home run pick here at six and although some people might not want him to go big I think long term that's the that's the good call Rashad Detroit what do you have it we got to land Rashad on Detroit it's just 
just the way it has to be. Yeah, this is a this will be a no brainer for the Pistons here. You 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 take you go R.J. Hampton here at seven. Um, you you need some excitement. You know that we just built a, a new arena downtown Detroit. Um, we're trying to get people in the seats, and we want to swing for the fences here. You look at Troy Weaver as the GM. He was the same person who kind of advocated for Russell Westbrook when. I, coming out of UCLA at OKC. RJ Hampton has some sprinkle of that dynamic ability. You don't pass up on a kid like that. Um, this could be a possible home run and um, maybe a walk-off. I have to ask you, Rashad, you've been in the gym with RJ. Did that influence this decision at all? Would this have been your decision if you'd never been in the gym with him these past few months? Yeah, um, just, you know, not not just watching his tape, but just understanding the kind of player he is. Um, okay. When you look at the landscape of the NBA, it's really hard to pass on those type of players because they don't come around every year in the draft. So when there's one and it fits, you grab them. And I just think it pairs well with Troy Weaver and what he likes. He likes those big dynamic guards, and that's what RJ is. I like it. I like it. Uh, my home city is up next, New uh -oh. York City the New York Knicks. I know a position they need. I'm not sure if Derek will go with it, but let's see what Derek comes up with here. Really battling between two guys here, but I'm going to take Kyra Lewis Jr. from Alabama. Okay. Um, obviously, point guards a need. I think there are a couple you could operate with at, I think, 26 is or 27 might be their other pick that will be there. But, again, I was just with Kyra and his guys down in Miami in the gym. And, um, again, with a guy like Hampton off the board, Kyra's the other one with that speed that you look at where you go, this, this isn't normal. This isn't an every year type physical attribute that we see. And I think somebody's going to grab him pretty early. Uh, you know, the price six, what they say, six, one and a half and, you know, and then socks without shoes. So he's not the biggest guy, but in Miami, he really showed a development as far as taking contact. He's put on 10, 15 pounds. Um, rim finishing in Alabama wasn't great by any means, very middle of the pack, but if he puts on weight. I mean, he's going to get around most people. So it's his ability to finish in traffic that'll be the ceiling raiser for him. And uh, I would go guard here for the Knicks. Do you feel his stock recently rised? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, he's, he's a name that uh, we're hearing quite a bit uh, around the league, especially up there in the lottery. And there's some real buzz around him for sure. Rashad, Wizards, John Wall, Bradley Beal. Do they build around him? Should they train him? I'd like to, I'd like to hear those thoughts too. Should they trade Bradley Beal? I really don't feel they should. Yeah, I think you give them another year. You see if Wall and Bill can make it happen for another year. But this is why I'm going to go with this next pick, because it may not pan out the way that they want. Okay. So I'm going to go Killian Hayes here um, because of John Wall's injury. I'm coming off of a, you know, a torn Achilles. And maybe when you, when you trade Bradley Bill, you got to have – some backup point guard play. And I think Killian Hayes will be great learning behind a year, uh, John Wall. And so you right there, it's just a, you know, you got to fill the void type of pick. That's why I go with Hayes. I saw a big board with Killian Hayes at number one. Is that reasonable? I'm going to say no. Derek? I think it's reasonable as far as big board rankings. If someone feels that way, I do not think it's reasonable as far as mock draft. Uh, there are some, I think most teams, and I don't know what Rashad is hearing, but in my opinion, I think most teams are a little bit lower on him than 
uh, a lot of the media is. So as far oh, as pro- okay. like projecting him to go that high, I would call that unreasonable. Derek, Suns are on the board. You're up. Uh, Suns, I'm going to take uh, Tyrese Halliburton here. Um, they could go a handful of directions. Some people think they'll go guard. Other things, you know, other people I've heard uh, power forward as well, depending on what they think they need for the future. But Halliburton's ability to make your best players even better is something that I would gravitate to having a guy like Devin Booker on my team. Um, you know, Halliburton, he's not going to be an offensive driver. He's not going to get in the lane by himself. He's not going to uh, be penetrating a lot. But high IQ, great feel for the game. He's a great distributor and a great spot-up shooter as well. Another guy where you see a shot in person, you just look around. You're like, how is this going in at this clip? Like this, this is one of the weirdest shots I've ever seen. But every gym he goes into, he's regarded as one of, if not the best shooter. So again, a connecting piece who makes your best players even better. Him next to Booker could be a really nice fit. Yep, could definitely play off the ball. Uh, One of the prospects I'm really high on. So I like to pick Derek. I like it. Rashad, number 11, who you got? Yeah, um, this is a a franchise that historically has made the right pick over the years. I love the Lonnie Walker pick a couple years ago, Keldon Johnson. So I I like the direction that they're going. Obviously, um, DeMar DeRozan is going to be out soon. So I, I like Isaac Okoro here for the Spurs. I just okay. believe that he feel, again, fills the gap. Um, terrific defender, 3 and D guy. Not a great scorer, but a serviceable offensive player. And I believe with the, the right development, he'll fit well in San Antonio. Great stuff, Rashad. Derek, we have the Sacramento Kings up. Who do you have? I'm going to take Devin Vassell here. Uh, you don't know really what you're going to be working with at the shooting guard position kind of moving forward, how they're going to use their twos or their threes in Sacramento. Uh, let's say you lose either Heald or uh, Bogdanovich there. Vassell gives you a potential 40% plus three-point shooter at the next level. A great defender, probably I think my, the best team defender at least um, in this class. And again, he's not going to create off the dribble a whole lot for you. He has shown that he can. In spurts, especially the Pittsburgh game early this last season, that kind of stood out for me. But again, three and D guy, an overused term in as far as labeling guys, but I think he's a legitimate one. And if he's there at 12, I think that'd be a, a great spot. Rashad, we have New Orleans. They have a new coach. I wonder, does that, would that influence your decision at all? Let me hear that and your pick. Yeah, obviously, because there's a new philosophy, right? You know, right. he's, you know, Van Gundy's going to come in and kind of, change the landscape a little bit and, and, and rearrange. Um, so obviously with the NBA, with how it, how it is going today is, you know, jump shooting the space and play. So with Zion, you know, does a little bit of everything. You want to surround Zion with jump shooters. You want to surround him with jump shooters because the more jump shooters you have around Zion, the easier the game is. So I'm going to go Aaron Naismith here. Okay, Vanderbilt. I I just think that I know there's a short sample size of what he was in college. Yeah, but you can look at a jump shooter. A jump shooter doesn't have to play 30 college games, so you can see if he can shoot. Most definitely, most definitely. The kid can make shots. One of the best shooters in the draft, you would say? Yeah, if not the best. Yeah, for sure. Um, And so it's like you had some injuries, but that's the pick I would go with. Just another floor spacer. Um, to yep. keep the defense honest, you, you surround Zion with guys that can knock down shots. 
Yep. So he could fill in those lanes for sure. For sure. Great stuff for shot. Derek, uh, Boston, man, this is interesting because the position they need is, is not really something you might be able to get in this draft at that high level. So, uh, I'm really interested to hear what you have here. Yeah. So I'm going to take Toppin here because he's the highest ranked player left on my board. I don't think he'll be here at this point. Um, but again, it's a draft. Things happen. Like maybe he is. We don't know. But if I'm Boston, at least with one of my three first round picks, I want to take a big because I don't know what the future of my center position looks like. There's not a whole lot of stability there. And Toppin, you know, he's not a traditional center. He's more of a four small ball rolling lob target five. Um, you know, we hear about the defensive issues and concerns, but I don't want to draft anybody this high expecting to come in and play a lot and then get in Tatum and Brown's way. I don't want to, I don't want to get in their way at all as far as their development or their production right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give them a lob target. I'm going to give them a guy that can play big, but also stretch the floor as a shooter. Uh, I think he was mid to high thirties as a three point shooter. Again, he's not going to be elite at the next level, but I think he'll hit enough shots to where you can't leave him. And if you've got to take the big out, that makes Tatum and Brown that much more versatile as they get in the lane. They're already two of the most dominant players in the league. So do I think he'll be here? Likely not, but again, I mean, if he's there, I think Boston should swing for it. Quick, quick question, Derek, because when I had you on my pod, you said this was one of the most overanalyzed drafts we have ever we've ever had. And I hear the high center of gravity thing a lot with Obi Toppin. To me, I think that's an overanalyzation, even though it's true. I think it's true. I just don't think it'll hurt him that much. Guys aren't even posting up that much in the in the modern NBA. Uh, would you agree with that? And how do you feel about that? Yeah. So. I'll tread semi-lightly on this one that it, it is overanalyzed. And, you know, you watch the tape. Yeah, sometimes in drop, pick, and roll coverage, he does. He gets toasted. But there's also nobody that's perfect in this league. And NBA coaches know how to get the best out of people. It's been my understanding that at Dayton, there was a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. So what he was doing was working. And what his strength program and conditioning program was, was working. They weren't going to try to adjust it. And, hey, if I'm a college program and we're winning, I'm not going to touch it either. So I think whoever takes him can make him more flexible. I think they can fix his body, at least to a degree that makes it like some people will claim it makes him undraftable. And I just, I don't understand that at all. I mean, he's like one of the most explosive guys in this draft. And again, I don't know how Rashad feels. I wouldn't, his defensive woes to me are no reason to pass on him. Um, He's going to be able to score. He'll probably score 10 to 15 points next year if he's on a team that gives him any kind of minutes so I do I consider him maybe the most overanalyzed overcriticized um and I I think it's unfair to a degree I think he's going to be a really good player I feel the exact same way uh Rashad it's interesting you had Detroit and now we have Orlando like all these teams that you you know we're here so talk to me who do we have well this is you got to swing for the fences here Orlando okay Um, a playoff team but they're boring it's a boring team yeah. i'm here i cover orlando i'm, I'm all, all together right. they win but they're boring yeah they can defend really well offensively it's just a really boring team to watch yeah so i'm, I'm gonna go with one of the most exciting players um in college basketball last year and that's tyrell terry from stanford we're, we're gonna we're gonna get some excitement going on because you know what this is we kind of playing with house money with this pick. Okay, yeah. we're, we're a playoff team. Um, DJ Augustine is really good for us, but he can groom Tyrell in practice in camp, and we kind of build that next 
that that new traditional point guard like the Trey Youngs, the Kimba Walkers, the Damian Lillards, like Tyrell Terry. He's a I think he's a better version of Devontae Graham. Okay. Okay. He's gonna like be a Devontae. better yeah, I think he's yeah, me too. I love Devontae. I think he's gonna be a better version of Devontae, like a little bit more efficient, a little bit more exciting. And here in Orlando, he'll fit well. Interesting. Great stuff for Shot Derek. We're up and we have Portland. Uh, interesting team. And also, Derek, do you think they should shake things up? Uh, in terms of roster and blowing it up and anything like that, and also give me your draft pick as well. I don't know if I would blow it up yet because Nurkic was hurt for so long. They had to make a lot of makeshift roster changes that really affected how they played as a unit. And I don't think that any of their struggles last year were indicative of a problem worth starting over. So I would run it back with the pieces that you have that you believe in. Um, and then I would add a spot up three point shooter like Sadiq Bay at this pick. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the guards obviously can create, can create and distribute very well. Um, again, I'm not going to take a guard because I'm not going to try to get in those guys away. And I think they believe in Simons as well. So Bay is my guy in the perimeter that I would put out there and he's going to hit a lot of spot up threes for you. Interesting. Three and D for sure. Rashad Phillips. We have Minnesota with the number 17th pick on you so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with we need some backup for cat you know uh, the, uh, the second unit isn't really that good and I, I need another big so i'm gonna go vernon carry here okay Duke. i'm gonna go with the big fella 19 and 9 in the acc agile father play nfl i know he's a little bit of a throwback but uh he just kind of reminds me of a a little bit of a zach randolph and he's physical he's mean and uh, I think he'll give us a nice little punch. Maybe not immediately, but maybe down the line. So I'm going to go Vernon Carey here. Great pick, Derek. We're up with Dallas. And how much of this pick has to do with how healthy you think KP will actually be going forward? And uh, just let me know your draft pick as well. Uh, it has a lot to do with that, actually. So here with Dallas, I'm going to take Isaiah Stewart out of Washington. And I'm going to do that anticipating that KP is healthy. He operates well on the perimeter and Stewart is a guy from Washington that's just going to be physical all game. He's going to body you on the boards. He's going to make life miserable for you on defense. He's incredibly strong. Um, and as far as a person, like character-wise, he's a perfect balance of confident but also humble enough. He knows what he has to work on. But he's a killer. He's going to fight. He's going to make life miserable for you. And he's going to beat you up all game. So if he can own the paint, that is going to allow KP to play on the perimeter. And That's why I take Isaiah Stewart here. Got you, Derek. Got you, uh, Rashad Phillips. We have Brooklyn, and I have to ask you, from this roster you see now, are you getting good vibes that this team will mesh? Are you getting some clashing vibes? Like, how are you looking at it, and how do you feel about the roster construction? And then you could give us your pick, if you will. I actually – I like the roster construction. Okay. I don't know if the personalities – are going to mesh well. But you know what? I, I'm going to put my faith in, in Steve Nash and the coaching staff that he surrounded himself with. Yeah. He's, a, he's a point guard. Great point guards know how to surround themselves with the right people. So I do trust the coaching staff. And he got D'Antoni now. Yeah. 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 So I, I do trust that. Uh, I think they're going to make some moves in regards to some guys. I, I think Spencer Dinwiddie will be traded. Um, 
Okay. So I, this is kind of a pick for me that I, I, I can go a couple ways, but I'm, I'm going to go Theo Maladon right now. Um, this, he's a point guard, obviously, from overseas. I just think that he's the safer pick. And when you have a team like the Nets that are, that are loaded, you don't need a rookie to come in and do anything. So you don't need to draft some impact rookie because it's just not going to work with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Karis LeVert. You need a guy that can come in and groom. Like, you're not going to play a lot. Would you even say maybe G League or no? I think they'll keep him on the roster. Okay. I think he'll get on the roster. I think he can, he, he'll make the roster, but I don't think they'll lean on him to, to, to have any type of impact. Okay. So, so Brooklyn is, is – this pick for Brooklyn is just kind of – it's kind of easy for them. Interesting. Derek, we're up next with Miami at number 20. Uh, with this pick, I'm going to take Malachi Flynn from San Diego State. Wow, I like it. Again, probably quite a bit higher than most people have him mocked. But Pat Riley and the rest of that team pride themselves on being mentally tough and being willing to do whatever it takes to win, even if that means sacrifice everything you've got. And <laughs> Flynn is a guy that personality-wise, I think would just be like, would fit like a glove. Um, and again, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, Drogic as a point guard, and that position could be up for grabs, at least in some capacity moving forward. So maybe they address it in the draft. Another thing about Flynn is he's mature. He's not going to, he's not a 19 year old, you know, 19 and a half year old coming in. He's, uh, just finished his junior year, has been through transfers, has been underrated at both the high school and the college level. He's just tough. So I think the mental side and the position need, I think it would be an interesting pick there for Miami. Number 21, Philly. Rashad, you're up. Yeah, so uh, Philly, <laughs> um, I, I think they need jump shooting, obviously. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. So I think they go Isaiah Joe here, Arkansas. They need a they need a shooter, a guy that can really make shots that can get out of the way. Isaiah doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's one of those players that can stand in the corner. You find him, and he can knock down shots. So I like Isaiah Joe with that pick. Derek, the number twenty one pick, Denver. Derek, you're up. Denver loves guys that are huge, lanky, can shoot, put the ball on the floor, a little bit of everything. Uh, they're also got a couple young pieces, so I don't know if they need a win now at uh, like contributor. I'm going to go and I'm going to swing with Pokashevsky here. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a good wow. swing. He's a guy where it's, it's a, it's a swing and you're, you're closing your eyes. It's full count. You're just swinging as hard as you can. If you hit it, you're going to look like a genius. If you miss Denver might be good enough to afford a miss because they've hit on the last couple. And that is why I think it works. MPJ and Bol Bol both looking like guys who couldn't be able to contribute in the future. I see this, I'm like, ah, take a shot. And Poku's the guy for me there. Talk about small ball. That'd be going the opposite way, right? Yeah. Great stuff. Rashad, you're up. We have Utah, number 23. Yeah, I'm going to go. I, I like I like Jemias Ramsey here. Um, I, I believe Jemias is top three best two-way player in a draft. Uh, just a terrific defender. I don't care what his synergy stats say. I know what it kind of went in EYBL. He was a monster defensively. You don't go to Texas Tech if, if you're not trying to play defense, first of all. You don't even go to that school. 
Yeah, um, Beard's not going to allow that. He won't even play you. He won't even put you on the floor. Um, so I'm going to go with Jamias Ramsey there. I just think he doesn't. He he will fit well there um, behind Donovan Mitchell. They're they're already loaded at the first unit. I think he eases his way in mid season. Plays a role. Averages seven points a game. Plays some good defense in the playoffs. You can use his energy on, on Jamal Murray in a seven game series. You take Jamias Ramsey. Derek, number 24, Milwaukee, you're up. I'm going to take Elijah Hughes here from Syracuse. Another, (laughs) another don't, don't pick him based off of his synergy stats guy. He was relied upon to bail out the Syracuse offense a lot. Six seconds left. Hey, Elijah, we don't have a shot. Boom. We're going to need you to save us on this one. And that to me is one of the reasons that his efficiency was down, uh, at least as far as a shooter, legitimate NBA range, isolation he is very difficult to stop and he's an underrated athlete he's a terrific terrific athlete um, coaching staff there and people around him speak just incredibly well of him as a person as a teammate so again another guy probably mocked by us higher than other people um, but a mature guy who can come in on a contender now and hopefully get a couple minutes Rashad OKC number 25 you're up yeah I'm gonna go Mason Jones from Arkansas Arkansas is putting out pros this year um I like Mason Jones, um, led the SEC in scoring last year. But not only that, just terrific in transition. One of the best – I think he was top three in the nation in, uh, in getting to the free throw line. Um, he's really big, 6'7", 225 pounds. He's prototypical. Um, I, I just – I really like this kid's moxie. I love his toughness. OKC can swing for the fences here. They're playing with house money. Clippers gave them a ton of picks. Um, so I'll go Mason Jones here. Number 26, Derek, Boston Celtics, you're up. I'm going to take Leandro Balmero here uh, because I think Boston, with three first-round picks, one of them is probably going to be a stash or, you know, at least a guy just like Brooklyn to Rashad's point. You don't have to have a guy come in and play right now. Uh, would you like to? Sure, but maybe you take a swing on this one. Uh, Balmero's a guy that I think in the future as a six, seven point guard who's got eyes in the back of his head can come over eventually. Uh, with his contract, if he's picked after 20, the buyout jumps up significantly. So uh, I, I would see him staying overseas for a year, but could make sense for Boston to pick a stash guy. Rashad, New York Knicks, number 27, you're up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jalen Smith here out of Maryland. I, I really love Sticks. Uh, his energy, um, just a, a hybrid post, can, can switch out on multiple, defense, uh, multiple offensive players. It's a great shot blocker. He's, he's a sub 40% three-point shooter. Uh, I, I just really love the, the way he plays the game. I just think it's the right fit for New York. Great stuff, Rashad Derek. The world champion Los Angeles Lakers are up, and you're up as well. Who do we have? So Lakers, I'm actually going to take a guy that we have mocked there right now on our website, and that is Tyrese Maxey. Ooh. Guy that, based on who we talk to, has kind of a wide draft range. You hear him, you know, high up in the first. You hear him at the back end of the first. Just depends on who you talk to. You know, an undersized shooting guard. I don't know if necessarily he's going to play a lot of point at the NBA level, but the guy just knows how to play. He figures it out. He's competitive, long, tenacious defender, um, terrific touch around the rim, a uh, good free throw shooter. Again, he's going to have to work on the mechanics, and he shoots the ball out a little bit more than up. So, on an NBA floor, you know, on a college floor, you can get away with that a lot. Yeah. On the NBA floor, it's going to change when these defenders are mean, they're long, they're huge. Uh, so 
I think just his competitive nature, his ability to just kind of figure things out. And he's just a gamer. You know, I don't necessarily love that phrase. You know, he's a gamer, but when you watch Maxi, that's what he is. So I think it's pretty good value here at, at 28 for, to the Lakers. From this year's champions to last year's champions, the Toronto Raptors are up and Rashad, you're up. Yeah. So when you look at the Raptors and what they, what they've done over the years, they've drafted really well. Um, they know what they're doing. They have a great scouting department. So here I, I go Trey Jones from Duke. Um, okay. you, you sure up that point guard position. Kyle Lowry is on the other side of 30 now. Yeah. Uh, Van Vliet should be out maybe. Um, and you, when you look at Trey Jones, he, he was uh, ACC player of the year and defensive player of the year. He has an older brother who is one of the best second unit point guards in the NBA. This is a can't miss pick right here for Toronto. Like this is a, this is not a home run, but this is a triple. Okay. I like it. Last pick Boston Celtics are up. So Boston, I'm going to take one of my favorite players in this class, Zeke Naji from Arizona. Um, I think he has ability to play the four or the five at the next level. We were with him at impact basketball in Las Vegas, cut his hair, got himself in tremendous shape, walked in the gym. I did not know. I did not recognize him from across the gym. I thought, who was that? Who was that big dude who just walked in? They said, yeah, he's weighing 245, 247 now. Just crazy. Um, mechanics shooting the ball look really good. I think he'll be able to stretch the floor a little bit. So I take a young guy, pleasure to talk to, and, you know, tremendous work ethic. So he's got all the tools to be um, a center at the NBA level. Rashad, Derek, really appreciate you guys. Uh, you're the mock GMs, but I don't think that word mock does you guys justice the way you analyze the game and the way that performance both of you just had. I really appreciate you both. And you know, you're both always welcome on the show. Talk soon. Really appreciate you guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank Anytime. You. Thank you for tuning in to the combos court 2020 NBA mock draft and punch down on that subscribe button. If you haven't already big, big shouts to Rashad and Derek for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation, drop a comment right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Be on the lookout for episode 212. Combo out.